Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, welcome back once again to the Corner of Truth and Courage. You're listening to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace and Tyler Hudson. Tyler, good to have you on the program with us again today. Thank you, sir. All right, well, we started yesterday talking about uh, who's first, God or country. And, you know, sometimes it's uh, hard to balance that. Uh, you know, what, what, what if the government is trying to take away from us something that we think we should protect? Should we obey God or should we uh, obey our, the laws of this land? And when do we make a decision to, to fight against our country's laws if they're evil or wrong or whatever? You and I have heard it. You know, we have friends and even family members, you know, who's going to say, well, if they come for my guns, they're going to have to take it from my dead, cold hands. They're going to fight to the death over that to keep their guns. Yeah. When the Bible says that we're to submit ourselves to the higher powers and mm -hmm. stuff, what, you know, where should we stand on that? We'll talk about that here today. Because there's other issues, you know, I mean, churches have had to ask that question, you know, what if they tell us that we can't have church uh, because of a health uh, safety situation, and should we wear masks, and if we had those, you know, those discussions in 2020, and I don't yeah. think we really came up with with uh, definitive answers to that stuff that we really know, so hopefully our discussion today will help. Before we get into that, let me quickly remind our listeners there, if you want to know inform more information about Fortress of Faith, you can always go to our website, fortressoffaith.com, fortressoffaith.com, and also, too, we're always very, very grateful for the support that we get from our listeners, and if we've been a blessing to you, maybe you in turn can be a blessing to us, and help us with with a small donation we do ask if you'll pray about it and consider be a monthly donor we call it the army of 10 you know give me an army of people who support us just at ten dollars a month that can make a huge difference to our ministry yeah. and and if you're not a, a member uh, of the army of 10 would you consider being a member and you can set that up on the website a monthly donation at $10 a month, or maybe, you know, you are able, God's blessed you with the means to give more. And so you can enter whatever amount you want to give. And you can do that off your bank card. It's safe, it's secure, and it's the easiest way to do it. Also, if you're in British Columbia, this month I'm going to be meeting with our listeners up there. And I do still have some open dates. And if you want me to come meet your family and your friends at, at your home, give us a call. We'd love to arrange to, to, to make that happen. Still have some open dates and also have some families that have said, hey, we've got room for others. And if you want, if someone can't have you at their home, but they still want to meet when you come in the area. If you're interested in a situation like that, give us a call. We'll be glad to try to arrange that. The number to call is 800-616-0082. Again, that's 800-616-0082. Okay, Tyler, the Bible clearly tells us that we're to be subject to the higher powers. Yeah. Uh, that God ordains that, you know, if a person is, is working in government in an area of, uh, of leadership in that area, in a sense, they're a minister of God. 
and that we're to treat them as such, and that God has the ability to move and make and change kings and remove them, as you quoted in Daniel chapter 2, verse 21, he removed the kings. We're also told that God moves the hearts of kings like he moves the waters, uh, the rivers of water and stuff. He can move the heart of a, of a king. But what if laws are coming down the pathway that are difficult for a person to submit to? Where do you go? You know, which is, who's first? Like we, you know, said in yesterday's program, who's first, God or country? Yeah. In other words, whose laws do, do we obey? Because clearly, as I said in yesterday's broadcast, we have Peter and the other apostles who were preaching. The government said, stop preaching. They disobeyed government. Yeah. And they went out and continued to preach. And as uh, Peter said uh, in Acts chapter 5, you know, uh, you know, who, who, you know, do I obey God or man? I'm going to obey God, you know. Yeah. God's God's going to be the one I'm going to follow in this. Yeah. And, and I think so, um go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I I I um it it's actually this is going to sound funny, but I'm going to give you a, a simple what I believe is a simple answer. It, it's a priority list. Where do okay. you place God and the Bible on your priority list? Where do you place governmental law and and you know the right to bear arms and things on your priority list i mean everybody in life has a priority list right mm-hmm. and and the things that you care about most are at the very top of it right and the bible the bible te- i believe the bible teaches that anything that's that's above number one that's not god is an idolatry i don't know if you agree with that or not but that's mm-hmm. idolatry is simply anything you put above god right god's supposed to be first you're supposed to love him first uh, and foremost, and, and I believe it's 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 just a, a matter of priority. Now, now I I believe part of the reason you mentioned uh, even today that we have family members uh, who who have said you know they're trying to take away our guns, and if it gets to a point where they come and they knock on my door and 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 they try to take my guns away, you know it'll be from my cold dead hands or whatever, you know. And listen, I have guns. I own guns. I don't want. I don't want to get rid of the guns I have. I want to protect my family. I have a right to do that, by the way, right? Uh, but if if the Bible is first, and if the Bible does tell me that I'm to obey all the ordinances of man, as long as it doesn't go against God's word, and and the government says, well, you know, you're no longer allowed to have a gun, then Tom, let me ask you, what do you do? Okay. Let me let me um, establish some things here, and I'll get to answering your question. But let me see this here. Yeah, I lived overseas most of my life in Europe. They were brought up anti-gun. Citizens didn't have guns. Many of our listeners up in Canada, you know, they look at us as Americans, as you know, and people around the world as us Christians down here. You know that we we have too much of a love affair with our guns, and they don't understand it. So let me give you first the biblical point of view, then I'm going to explain the, you know, where we are as a country, why we have such a fascination with our guns, because they probably don't understand that. But let me say this, Luke chapter 11, verse 21 says, When a strong man armed keepeth his palace, his goods are in peace. In other words, here in the Bible, we're, we're even told, if you're armed, if you're, that makes you, it makes you strong, and it allows you to keep your goods your family, your households, your belongings in peace. How do you do that? Be armed. 
Okay? In Luke chapter 22, verse 36, the Lord says, you know, he that hath no sword, let him sell his garment and buy one. You don't have a way to protect yourself with a weapon? Then you sell some stuff there so that you can't afford to buy a weapon. Okay? We know that the disciples carried weapons with them. But there's a, the, you know, like anything, there's a flip side to this coin. The other side of the coin, when Peter did draw his weapon, they knew there was going to be danger and conflict and trouble for Jesus if he went back to Jerusalem. They pled with him, please don't go back down there. You know, they want to kill you. And so they probably armed themselves to the teeth and ready for a fight. And so Peter, man, he draws his sword and cuts off the ear of, of uh, the um, priest, one of the servants there, Caiaphas or Caiaphas, I can't remember the, the name there. And uh, the Lord, you know, put the ear back on, healed him there. And he said to, to Peter, you know, uh, put again thy sword uh, uh, into his place. For all that, that, that take up the sword shall perish by the sword. So there's a flip side. If you're going to live by the sword, well, you know, the, you're going to die by it too. Now, here in America, why do we keep our uh, have this thing about our guns? It's not so that we can go hunting. It's not that we can have sports with guns and all that type of stuff. It's so that it keeps our government in check and fear against the ability and the power of the people. They cannot run and rule over us. Government is to serve the people. And the law allows us to bear arms very clearly and you know we're a country that got its birth from despotism we had uh, a government that was despotic over the people here in the country even becoming lawless and they wrote their constitution to say you know or our declaration of independence 18 causes why they you know fear we have to break with you because you're not keeping to to your laws you, you have something to say go ahead yeah well I, okay Actually, you brought up some verses I, I haven't ever thought of before. Because I, I'll say this. Governmental law says we have the right to bear arms. There's no doubt about that. And that's being, I would say, infringed upon day by day. Okay? Yeah. But, but, and so, if that's the case, but it's not in the Bible to say that we can bear arms, I've got a problem with someone who has a problem with that. Right? Because I'm gonna, I, I want to put the Bible first. And if the Bible says I'm supposed to follow the ordinances of man... And, and the ordinances of man come to a point where they say, well, well, you can't bear arms anymore. God should usurp that. But you're actually mentioning several different verses that are in Scripture that talk about that we should be able to bear arms. Is that accurate to say? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And so, yeah. and so if that's the case, and they try to take our guns away from us, then it's not just the governmental laws that are being infringed upon. It's actually God's law. Is that what we're, is that what we're coming to? Well, that's one point that I want to make. You know, God gives me the right to be able to protect my home and my family. It's a good point. And he instructs me to, to be able to have that ability. Okay? Now, that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be a gun. But, I, you know, if you don't have a weapon, be, be smart. Do something to, yeah. you know, bring... Well, when I lived in England, I, couldn't, I didn't have a gun. I couldn't have a gun there because the laws of the land didn't allow me to have it. But we had other weapons. That's when you take the, the bottom of a lawnmower and take the blade off of it, right? It, it's that, that kind of a thing. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Could be. I don't know. But, uh, 
Tyler, I don't know where you come from sometimes. I don't, I don't know where I come from either. <laughs> but I, that came to my mind. That's what scares yeah. me most. Is that, that, yeah, but, uh, but, but uh, no, honestly, I'm glad you brought those verses up because up until the point, I, I didn't even expect to, to cover those verses today. Up until this point, I did talk to somebody, and they did say, listen, they're coming to take my guns, and if they do, they're going to pry them from my dead, cold fingers. And I thought to myself, buddy, you're a man of God. I mean, what about what the Bible says about how we're supposed to follow the ordinances of, of 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 man, unless it's contrary to God's word. But you've you've specifically mentioned some scriptures that give us the right to be able to protect our families. Some people are not physically capable of beating up every man that exists in life, right? I, I mean, I'm pretty tough, but I don't know that I could beat up anyone. I, I think you and I, if we arm wrestled, you might actually beat me. And so I need something <laughs> like a lawnmower blade or something if you were to break into my house that I can defend myself, right? Yeah. Now, I, I don't know where this program's going. I don't know if we're quite hitting where we want to hit here. <laughs> but, uh, I, I, but. I think it's been enlightening to me because that is one of the things that, I, according to what you're saying, the Bible says we have a right then to have to bear arms is, is where we're at, which is a good now, thing to know. You certainly couldn't construe this as an order. This isn't a commandment for us to have it, but... You know, certainly the logic and the encouragement is there in God's Word. But here's another side. You know, our laws give us as citizens here in this country to be able to hold on to our arms. A well-regulated militia being necessary for the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Our government founders saw the wisdom of this that if the citizens have the ability to hold arms, it keeps the government from becoming despotic and it protects the people. And so that's one of the reasons why we have a big issue. But we didn't quite cover the thing that I want to get into. So we're going to have to stop here because of the time. But we'll jump into this in tomorrow's broadcast. Join us again tomorrow at the Corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.